Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From border to border, across the Commonwealth of Kentucky, this is Big Blue Insider. Talk to Dick Gabriel. Call 859-280-CATS. That's 859-280-2287. Or statewide at 1-800-606-GAME. That's 1-800-606-4263. Or you can tweet the show at Big Blue Insider 1. Now, here's Dick Gabriel. Hello, everybody, from the studios of the iHeartMedia Megaplex. This is Dick Gabriel. This is the statewide edition of the Big Blue Insider. You've heard the comments from Mark Stoops and Tom Leach and Darren Hedrick and Cameron Mills. Now's your chance to be heard. 280-227-800-606-4263. Tweet us at Big Blue Insider 1. Lots to talk about Kentucky basketball and football with Billy Rutledge and Aaron Gershon. Be a part of the statewide BBI. Got bugs in your house? Call IPM. This is Matt Schaefer with IPM Pest and Termite. For over 20 years, IPM Pest and Termite has been servicing homes and businesses. Ants, spiders, crickets, termites, moles, and mosquito services. Mention this ad and receive a discount on your pest maintenance service. You can always find out more by going to myipm.com. Call us at 271-8852. We all know the importance of nutrition and diet for a healthy lifestyle. We also know that dairy foods deliver great nutrition and value. That's reason enough why Kentucky families choose Prairie-owned Prairie Farms dairy products, like our two complete lines of delightful, creamy Prairie Farms yogurt flavors, fat-free or low-fat. Both fit neatly under 100 calories per serving. Farm-fresh quality from our family to yours. Farmer-owned Prairie Farms. The same great food you're accustomed to can now arrive at your door. The Cellar Bar and Grill on Lansdowne Drive in the Signature Club is open for delivery and Uber Eats. Check out our full menu online at CellarGrill.com. That's CellarGrill with an E.com. You can also follow the Cellar on social media or call us at 317-8301. From the Cellar Bar and Grill to your door tonight, call 317-8301 now for the Cellar Bar and Grill delivery. When is the last time you took a good look at your house? Actually walked all the way around and looked at the exterior. Mold, dust, weather can drastically change the way your home looks and cause damage. Hydrosphere Services is the first and only call you need to make. Hydrosphere Services are the experts in pressure and power washing, plus they are certified, insured, and trained to give you the best-in-class cleaning services. If you are a home or a business owner, make the call now to Hydrosphere Services, 219-2200. That's 219-2200, or visit hydrospheresservices.com. 
over 30 years, Northside Family RV has been Kentucky's number one RV dealer. We stock over 300 new and used RVs. Come see America's top brands like Tiffin, Jayco, Keystone, Forest River, Grand Design, and Winnebago. Don't miss out on our model year closeout sale going on now. Come in now and save thousands. Located at the corner of North Broadway and New Circle Road in Lexington, call us at 859-299-8386 or visit online at northsiderv's.com. Go Cats! Hey guys, game's on! Whether you're cheering on the Wildcats from the stands or from your den... Go Cats! Dude, you spilled the nachos. Kentucky Utilities is there with you, delivering safe and reliable energy you can count on. But power isn't the only thing we provide. With KU, you can take advantage of convenient, time-saving services like our online outage map, paperless billing, and auto pay. So while the Cats' energies go to serving up wins, at KU, our energies go to serving you. Border to border, it is the Big Blue Insider. Dick Gabriel in the studio with Billy Rutledge, Aaron Gershon, who covered Kentucky, Mississippi State, did not cover but watched Madness. Why don't we start with basketball and then we'll, we'll, we'll switch over to football. I was a little disappointed by the crowd, but really curious, Aaron, to see this collection of, of talent, although the scrimmage became kind of a dunk. <laughs> it's fluky. Yeah, you know. <laughs> But on display, even though they weren't at full strength, the the pieces of this puzzle are really fascinating, aren't they? Yeah, it is. And I think, you know, from my perspective, I got to see them pretty much at full speed on pro day. So that's kind oh, of what yeah. I'm taking. So it was fun, obviously, for the fans to get a taste of the, just the athleticism, which there's a lot of on this team. But, yeah, it's very deep in the front court, really, really deep in the front court. I mean, Damian Collins, I think, is going to have the year that a lot of people are expecting from him, which is – a breakout one and you know what Jacob Toppin's capable of he can get even better but I mean I think they're a good point card to play away from being a pretty special team at least on paper but uh, as you saw with the AP poll coming out today 10 top 25 teams on the schedule yeah and people don't give them enough credit in my opinion for playing a tough schedule <laughs> because there aren't enough of those in the minds of a lot of fans right. at Rupp Arena but they also forget about how tough the conference can be. It's gotten to, I was actually just having this conversation with somebody in the booth about how the SEC is like the best at every sport now. You I mean, you look at men's basketball outside of the Big Ten. I mean, the ACC is way down. It's nowhere near what it used to be. Uh, obviously, the Pac-12 is not very good. The Big 12 is pretty good, but they're about to lose some pieces there. I mean, <laughs> the SEC is as good as any in, in basketball right now. Just look at how good Arkansas and Tennessee are and um, Alabama, too. Eddie Fogler, when he got to the SEC, Billy, he basically brought up the elephant in the room. People were complaining that the SEC wasn't getting enough respect as a tough basketball conference because back then it really wasn't that tough. He said, well, and he was saying it was weird because he was saying we, and he had just gotten there. He said, we got to win games in the NCAA tournament. He said, that's how you can tell which league is actually the best right. is getting to the tournament and then winning games in the tournament when it's not just, oh, they're playing this team ahead of that team, whatever. Everything's on the line. And he couldn't have been more accurate. Uh, and so some years the league has been up, some years down. It looks like it's going to be pretty good this year. 
Yeah, especially when you're beating each other up throughout the season. That's right. And when you get, finally get to the NCAA tournament and play some other teams, was it the Big Ten that had a ton of teams in the NCAA yep. tournament last yep. year and then yep. didn't yep. deliver? So Pretty much. it's about delivering when it's it's the most important time. And Aaron talked about how the front court has been filled in for Kentucky now nicely. How about the front court for 2023 in the future? <laughs> the commitment of Aaron Bradshaw, the second seven-foot center that they'll have on the roster right yeah. next to Kingsley, who we may see sparingly this year. You know, I uh, I had heard the stuff about, well, he's not going to come if, if Wagner comes. They don't want to play together. He doesn't want to play. Had you heard that, Aaron? I did, but it was Twitter talk. You can't really Yeah, exactly. That. You know, And uh, the problem is sometimes there's a spark where there's smoke, but – Everything I've read since then was like, I don't know where that's uh, going. And they're, real, they're tight. And, uh, yeah. I mean, it's all but a lock. We'll see. I mean, anything could happen. And but. you know what? You can go your separate ways even if you're tight. Sure. I've seen twin brothers do that in yeah. sports. Uh, but they want to win. They want to win. and they're, yeah. <laughs> But that the talent, at least, man, it's a, it's a loaded class. Yeah. And the real question is, can you sign an NIL deal with Nike and still go to an Adidas <laughs> school? I, I don't think you can. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't so. think so. Kind of I saw there was, Kentucky, doesn't it? Well, wasn't there a picture online today of him wearing a UK His shirt? His dad. Yeah. 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 And there was something I, I didn't catch exactly what it was. Like you said, I wasn't at Madness, but there was something where a company that um, Wagner signed an NIL deal with was being advertised during either the dunk contest or three yeah. point. Yeah. So like it's just all the signs are there. It's uh, and you saw Travis Branham of two four seven, who's usually right on point, flip you know make his prediction for UK. So. That was a little late too. I saw that yeah. tweet and I'm like, man, you know, he yeah. only puts it in when he knows. So. I guess, but I, I, and that's what made me think, okay, it's solid because right. uh, it it just it was like about five days after the the Nike deal. Yes, you know. Yeah, and then right after Madness. So yeah, you're in a pretty good spot if you're you know Cal the. Well, the story with Cal all offseason is how you're going to win the fan base back, right? Yeah. The last two years, worst regular season ever, worst tournament loss ever, yeah. and you gotta got to, one, recruit, and two, win. I was a little concerned, though. A little, well, not concerned, but curious about the fact that, you know, 10 City was down a little bit. Uh, don't think the players de de delivered pizza this year. <laughs> no. Uh, Calipari kind of waved at everybody as he walked by to his car. And then madness just – and I don't know if they can ever reclaim – and I heard Cameron talking about this with Darren. Can they reclaim that sizzle that madness had? I know other schools are doing other things. And, and I floated – I think I may have mentioned this before on this show. But I floated the notion, hey, why not bring it back to Memorial Coliseum? Mm -hmm. Make it intimate. Mm -hmm. Make it a hot ticket automatically. And I know they had more than 7,500 people in Rupp Arena, probably at least twice that many. But make it, you know, and I'm sure there are logistical uh, barriers or obstacles to that. But, you know, and again, I'm the old guy in the room. I get that. I was at the first madness, mm -hmm. and that's not why I'm saying this. I just watched it evolve. And when they took it out of the Coliseum and to Rupp Arena, honestly, the concern was, Oh, it's going to be too big. It's not going to be the same. Well, it was for a while there because with Patino there and national championships and all that. But it's, I don't know, man. It's no. just, you know, everything's on TV now. <laughs> and, and it's it's tough to get into Rupp Arena at times for all the same reasons that people say, I'm not going to the football game. I'm going to stay at home, even though we'll get to the crowd at the football game. 
it just seems like it's kind of dying on the vine. Yeah, I agree. And even <laughs> I've come to the point where currently how madness is great for kids. Everyone else, uh, I don't know. Hey, but here's the other thing too: if it works for recruiting, then if, if that <laughs> if, if that is can still put kids over the top, they're not going to change. Don't a thing. touch it, right? Because <laughs> that's more important than anything. It is. And if it was in Memorial Coliseum, it would literally be a hot ticket with no AC in that building. Oh so you just think of that when you've got all those fans in there for a pep rally event. Yeah, like, but I, in October, that doesn't matter. Well, you know, it might when a crowded with a huge nah, crowd. I, I agree with Cameron. I think you should make it a midnight thing. I think that, that would be cool. I think there's a little bit of buzz when you have to stay up for an event like that yeah. instead of. Isn't that going to hurt your crowd, though? Well, yeah, maybe. Yes, but if sure you have will. enough passion, then I think that you. You won't get you the out of towners as many. Well, it's not about the out of towners, Dick. It's about recruiting. It's about putting on an event for well, young people. We're talking people. about a crowd. We're right. talking about the crowd. Right. Yes. And I'm telling you, a midnight crowd, this day and age. Okay. Well, you need to look in the mirror if you can't fill up Memorial or Rupp Arena. <laughs> For a pep rally event for the most biggest well, who brand said in they college wouldn't basketball. Memorial Coliseum. I'm saying any, if anybody. I'm saying if it's at midnight and they go to Memorial oh, and they can't they fill it fill, up. I guarantee you, it's a they you would, problem. They would fill Memorial. They would. If if it were at midnight. Yeah. So maybe combine those two ideas. Bring it back to midnight. Put it in the Coliseum. It just seems like it's a played out event. Yes. Honestly, we've they seen it. They need to it. revamp it. Or, but like Dick said, if, if Aaron Bradshaw is going to recruit after walking in the door... Why? But it wasn't because of that. No, Let's be no, no, no. It's this been just this the moment. Been done. That you really, you're looking at you're looking yeah. at next year's recruits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on that the way Kevin it's, Knox's it's happening. brother. Yeah, and I think they got a pretty good shot at him too. I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, should they be concerned? Should the Big Blue Nation be concerned with Oscar on crutches? There's still some. I I guess a question mark about Frederick. Yeah, there's got to uh, be. And and Lance Ware. Yeah, didn't do much. Yeah, I definitely – I know CJ set out the pro day with the ankle. I think they're just being extremely cautious knowing what he went through last year. But I, I think I told you this when we talked about the pro day on Tuesday last week that, you know, when a guy doesn't play, you just have to wait and see. You can't just mark him as a automatic thing, right? It's just fair. It's uh, That's what it is. And Oscar, I mean – He'll be all right. He'll be all right. It's a minor knee. You're not – that's what they tell you. You need crutches for a week. He's going to do it. And even if he misses the first game against Howard, what big of a difference is that going to make? I don't know. 17 I think rebounds. 17 rebounds, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, well, the odds of another Evansville, it could at any nah, time. And we nah. saw St. Peter's, but it's very low at Rupp Arena to start the season. I think many people underestimate the importance of preseason games, whether it be I agree football in the NFL or even college basketball. You know, Thank goodness they got those games in the Bahamas because I think that's yes. going to go a long yes. way to their chemistry early on. There's no but doubt. I, I have a ton of questions when it comes to Calipari and injuries. I mean, it's not always been the most forthcoming. Also, Mark Stoops is the same way. What well, is the advantage of coaches telling you when they're going to be coming back? C.J. Frederick, P.J. Washington. I mean, there is a reason to be concerned to yeah. a degree. Oftentimes, well, look, they don't know. And there's Coaches also- don't know because, well, it, it's hard to predict, and it's not up to a coach to predict that. Mm-hmm. But I do think they need to stay as well-informed as they can be. And Stoops is. I'm like you, though. I sometimes scratch my head with Calipari. Like, he acts like he's never met the team. Haven't seen him. Yeah, Yeah. haven't haven't bumped into him in the chow line, you know. know, But that's also a good way 
to keep yourself in the dark. And, you know, that way you don't have to answer yeah. the question, which I don't like either. With college football, what they need to do, and who knows if they'll ever do it. I know there are rumors of it, but with how betting is nowadays, yes. they need to do what the NFL does exactly and have right. an injury report. And Stoops, didn't he say not yes, this past, but say, last week, yes, he said, he said I'm, I'm all in. I'm fine yeah. as long as there are set rules. I'll tell you. He doesn't want it. Like, he is a pretty open coach. And he, trust me, if he could spill, he probably would. But why would you tell South Carolina Thank or you. tell Mississippi State your plan? If they can't, don't have to tell you yours. It's stupid. So I don't blame them. As much as it's aggravating, you want to get the word out. You want to tell your readers who keep texting you or asking you what you he- you're hearing. It's like, I, I I mean, I get it. I totally respect it. I would do the same thing if I were Mark Stoops. I would too. And especially if it's your quarterback. Yeah. So now. Well, we saw what they are who do, with who does, who does the other guy have to prepare for? Will Levis or a freshman who's played two snaps? Yep. That's going to dictate how they – spend their practice yep. time so that's the only advantage yep. you'll have when yeah. you're minus a first round draft and that's why the nfl you love it because yeah. if a guy sneezes he's on the injury report was it <laughs> christian mccaffrey said if i go to the bathroom yes. they're gonna put me on on the injury report and you know what that's how it should be but it's not right now and you got to play by the rules so the rules are there's no yeah. nothing and in and fact i think stoops didn't he make it a point to say if everybody did the same well, i would thing. do it yes I a think universal he actually rule. said he that. did he said if it were universal yeah. i'd be fine yeah. and all right. yeah, most coaches would yeah you know I'm curious. I may ask Jeff Pecoro this, but let's say you have turf toe and it's on the, or people do know about it. Mm-hmm. Are coaches actively telling their players he has turf toe? Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's funny. You know, aim for the right leg or yeah. something like that. I don't want to be crash and say that people are trying to hurt other people, but if somebody has a right ankle injury, you're telling me that these defensive linemen haven't been told that before yeah. and might do a little something I to don't the think ankles. They have to funny. wait for their coaches to it's tell funny. them. It's funny. Yeah. That's exactly what, what okay. my boss, uh, Daryl Bird, said. He said they're probably just going to step on Will's toe once or twice tonight but I had a hand injury in high school my own teammates were hitting me in the hand <laughs> with their helmet hey, I get the freshman or the rookie or whatever you know so uh yeah that that's yes the answer is yes but that's a good question for Jeff I want to hear what he okay. has to say uh because it's uh I think that's universal as well to be honest um shifting back to basketball though I feel vindicated, and it's, you know, not that I'm any genius at all, but when people, we were talking about Frederick, and I've heard so many people kind of pigeonhole this team like they've got all of this in it, but just one shooter, one legitimate no. shooter in Frederick. And if he's not here, you know, that kind of thing. And I, w- I kept saying, what about Reeves? Yeah. And I felt vindicated when he won the three-point contest, <laughs> and what a stroke. And he shot the ball out of the – I mean, in the Bahamas, yes. he shot the ball great. And he shot the ball great at Pro Day, too, uh, for those obviously couldn't see that. So, yeah, I, I feel pretty good about having at least two guys. And you know what? Damian Collins was hitting some threes, too. I'm not saying you're going to count on – You don't want to on, lean on that. No, but. of course not. But it's, an, it's you know, a security blanket where if you're in a position like they were against Arkansas last year and you have Keon Brooks shooting a three when you needed it, you have Damian Collins who's actually capable instead. Well, and that can allow you to play both Collins and Shibwe at the same yes. time if you're going to have shooters at two and three. And Toppin hit, th- was it two threes against Vanderbilt the in the SEC I tournament? Think. I think, yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a stud. But I look, think I'm not even talking about threes forward. with those guys. If they can hit elbow jumpers. Yeah, I'm just saying they have enough shooting. Like I understand the point is that they're built around CJ to shoot. They're, it's all CJ. Severe can't shoot. Both yeah. are true, but they have more than one guy. Yeah, they I really agree. do. No Keon Brooks 19-footers this no year. No Keon Brooks 19-footers. <laughs> Well, take and a break. Hey, he hit just enough, to, stop those just enough to encourage himself. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll take a break. Come back and talk football with Aaron Gershon and Billy Rutledge here on the BBI Radio Network. 
First Watch, the daytime cafe, is serving up good mornings to wildcat country. Here at First Watch, we begin each morning at the crack of dawn, slicing fresh fruits and vegetables, baking muffins, and whipping up our French toast batter from scratch. We use only the finest ingredients for the freshest taste around. Whether you want breakfast for lunch or lunch for breakfast, at First Watch, everything is made to order and freshness is never compromised. First Watch is proud to be the official breakfast of UK athletics. Go Cats! This new Toyota Tundra is amazing. It's rugged and capable. Designed, engineered, and built right here in the USA. And Tundra is more powerful and more fuel efficient. The iForce Max hybrid powertrain delivers 437 horsepower. And with a multi-terrain select, no matter what the conditions are, it automatically adjusts the engine throttle and traction. Well, the crawl control modulates the throttle and brakes. When we say you can go anywhere and do anything... Tundra really means it. Yeah. Toyota. Let's go places. Keep playing. Keep working. Keep going. And keep moving. With the exceptional orthopedic care at Baptist Health. With an experienced team and a full line of advanced services and procedures, it's no wonder most people choose Baptist to help them keep on. Keeping on. Visit baptisthealth.com ortho to find a Baptist Health provider. Hey, BBN, this is Will Levis. Did you know that I'm a huge card fan? No, not the guys down I-64. I enjoy collecting and trading sports cards and collectibles from my good friends at Grand Slam Collectibles. At Grand Slam Collectibles, you'll always score the best selection of sports cards, vintage cards, collectibles, and memorabilia. Plus, they buy and sell. Grand Slam Collectibles is your team for all sports seasons. Visit only at GrandSlam.com to purchase the latest sports cards and supplies. That's only at GrandSlam.com. Laker Barn has everything you need for this week's Wildcat action. Now to stock up on all your game day supplies, all you have to do is head over to your nearest Liquor Barn store. If you don't want to do that, guess what? You can also place an order for pickup or delivery through the Liquor Barn app or the website. Folks, that's all you got to do. It's that easy to shop for your favorite spirits, wine, and beer, and you can do it all in one place with Liquor Barn. Liquor Barn, where Kentuckians go to celebrate life. Go Cats! Hey, DQ fans, taste perfection in every bite of our chicken strip basket. It's loaded with crispy all-white meat chicken strips, golden fries, crunchy Texas toast, and your favorite dipping sauce. Personally, I'm all about the house-made Hidden Valley Ranch. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. Do your taste buds a solid and get yourself all-white meat chicken strips with golden crispy fries and dipping sauce now. Only a DQ. Happy tastes good. DQ is a proud partner of UK Athletics. Welcome back to the Big Blue Insider. Dick Gabriel in studio with Aaron Gershon, Billy Rutledge. We're going to shift over to football. We kind of referred to it a moment ago, but Aaron, I will ask you, going and be honest now, going into <laughs> that game, Kentucky an underdog, although the line dropped, of course, when uh, yep. it was announced that Levis would play. But still, you've got a tw- top 25 team playing at home, underdog. Yeah. And you're not facing a top five team either. No. With no. all due respect. But – Based on the fact that Kentucky was a was a, on a two game losing <laughs> skid, how much of a chance did you give Kentucky? A little under fifty. I mean, when I found out Levis, Levis was playing, I felt a little bit better about it. And obviously, the history of the Mississippi State Kentucky rivalry being so uh, dominant toward the home team lately. But still, I mean, Mississippi State has played such good football the last couple of weeks, and we're scoring 
a crazy amount of points that I just was fearful that uh, Kentucky's defense would let them score enough. And, you know, UK's offense hasn't really broken 30 all year and uh, except for one game. And I was worried that, you know, they wouldn't be able to keep pace. But they shut them down. <laughs> I mean, 10 points allowed by the defense. They had that? a whale of a game. Will Rogers, 203 yards, and Nary, that's like an 100-yard passing game, really. Um, running 22 yards when they had a much better rushing attack this year. So kudos to the defense. Then offensively, I mean, C-Rod, <laughs> that's the one. Offensive line was oh man, best game of the year by far. One they looked sack. like Yeah, they played like the big blue wall. They lived up to their name. So really impressed with uh, the way the offensive line. Sorry about Justin Herbert making a bad throw there, Billy. Where's the flag? But, uh, I mean, come on. Hey, hey over here, guys. Passing over here, guys. Over here. We're show. talking UK ball. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, really impressed. Obviously, C-Rod, amazing offensive line, best game of the year, like yeah. you said, one sack. And, you know, Levis, was it his best game? No. Did he make some amazing throws when he needed to? Mm. Yeah. Was it gutsy as hell? Yeah. I mean, I thought he was done after that shoulder injury. I thought there was a chance, given his draft status, I don't know about you, Billy, he would never play again in Kentucky uniform. Just Well, I thought that I'd, that'd be drastic for sure, uh, talking about yeah. uh, protecting his draft You just see guys do that, though, now. Yeah. It's just, I'm not saying, I don't want to take anything. I know Will wants to be out You mean he, he would have shut himself down? Advisors would shut him down, say, hey, look, you're about to get paid this. Don't do it. I'm just saying yeah. that's how the name of the game, right? I mean, yeah. Kenny Pickett took Pitt to the Sugar Bowl last year. They haven't been to the Sugar Bowl in God knows how long, and he didn't play. He stepped away, yeah. Well, it couldn't have been a more frustrating start. At oh, least. my God. They penalties on the first oh, play two God. times in a row, yep. and then they have eight yeah. in the first quarter, ten in the first half. That was disgusting. But to their credit, they only had one more for the rest of the game. Yeah, they finished with that. 11. So I think that, that spoke volumes to Kentucky's maybe discipline in the <laughs> second half. But uh, I saw that Mississippi State had given up more than 200 rushing yards to the two SEC opponents that they played, and yes. that was a great sign for Chris Rodriguez. And I believe there was one drive where Chris Rodriguez got the ball seven straight plays, and it ended with a Will Levis to Rashawn Lewis touchdown. So, I mean, it really yeah. was the Chris Rodriguez game. And what's interesting about that, though, Billy, is the two rushers that led those SEC teams were quarterbacks. So they really didn't oh, wow. have – yeah, it was a, a – I forgot the backup for Arkansas. KJ Jefferson didn't play. Had a hung, Malik Hornsby had 111 yards, uh, and then the quarterback for Texas A&M had like 60 something, and then Jaden Daniels at LSU had 93. So they were. I was like, okay, Chris, it's Chris, so he'll he'll get his. But yeah, they they exposed Mississippi State's well, run defense. Both Tom Leach and uh, and Jeff Pecoro talked about that in the pregame show that this team does not hold up well against the run, so. Now it's going to be up to the O line to open those holes, but it was so interesting because that three three five defense, Kentucky has not fared well. I mean, no. it was, and you talked about the, the, the short yardage, yardage that nothing. Kentucky got two years ago in the win at home. But keep in mind now, Kentucky had phenomenal field position all night yeah, long. That's part didn't of it. need a lot of yards to score and and blow them out for the most part. But that's what confused me was when when we talked about this on the show last week. When you try to compare right, Mississippi State two years ago, Kentucky ruled six picks. Uh, you know, it was Kentucky defensive all night. clinic. Def- yep. Yeah, uh, but then you know, like I said, short fields all night, took advantage of the of the turnovers, got the point. But in Starkville, they were horrible. <laughs> Worst Four. game of the year by far. Overmatched. Those really dud. Right. Overmatched uh, by the Mississippi State defense. So I wasn't sure what we'd see, and I give. Scangarello credit, Will Levis, you said. I give Brad White a ton of credit because Mississippi State just 
surgically pick Kentucky apart last year. Complete opposite this year. Complete opposite. And DeAndre Square, obviously, co-SEC player. Yeah. Of the week. And no Jaquez Jones, by the way. That's what I was going to say. Without Jaquez for him, obviously, Square's a vet. He's been around. But he played out of his mind defensively. And again, you know, what was so crazy, and I think it was Brian Milam who brought it up, 239 rushing yards, 239 passing yards. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen that before. And uh, Will made – and like I was saying, Will, the throws he made, man, it's just such a new element we haven't seen in this offense. Also without Tavion Robinson, who yes. missed the entire game. Also without Jeremy Flax, who yeah. went out early. Uh, Jagger Burton went out for an s- extended period of time, and I think arguably that was the best game for the offensive line. By far. So they were able to overcome definitely some adversity. One part of the game, though, I did get pretty angry at was the screen call oh. on fourth oh. and two. You mean the third straight? Yes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's just I. the only thing you couldn't do in that situation was allow a pick six, yep. and they're throwing the ball. I just thought handed off to the Chris Rodriguez six yards a carry guy, but I think they got a little too cute there. Oh, yeah, think, <laughs> yeah, it was a, uh, yeah, that was bad. Uh, Twitter was ready to fire Rich at that point, but <laughs> you know what? He cooked up that next drive. It was all about what happened on that next drive yeah. after that, because if you give if you punt the ball away, the momentum is completely gone. Uh, but you know what? The the, the bomb did to Kel Crowdis, and then C Rod does the rest. So you just give credit for Kentucky to all night. Really, that was one of the themes. Is you know adversity struck. You mentioned the penalties they bear down in the second half. Rashawn Lewis himself has that fumble after picking up a third and seventeen. Yeah. What does he do? Two nine yard catches to set up the field goal. One he was able to flop a little bit and draw that unsportsmanlike uh, hit out of bounds. And then you got um, a touchdown catch from him. So. Really good job from him. And you know and, what was cool about this, and I did a report on this on the radio. After his fumble, his teammates got in line. Yeah, I saw to, that. Did you, you could see from mm-hmm. upstairs down on the bench. He was sitting there feeling obviously terrible, and his teammates took turns, pound him on the shoulder pad, hit him on the helmet. And Just, he bounced you know, back. And this is a walk-on. Yeah, he has been put – I I wrote a story on him, so I checked with Slacks, and he is on scholarship now, but he did yeah, come as a walk-on. Yeah, exactly. Susan Lacks, always on top always of Always the best, yep. Um, yeah, it was just from all these different corners of the team, different things happening, which was really interesting. But I tell you what, I was really impressed with Derek Jackson. Yes. he's. Play- I thought he played – I mean, I don't know enough about eye discipline and all that right. to know if he had a great game against um, South Carolina. But he did – I mean, he had some good plays. I know he made that play on right. fourth down. Uh, he's Every time he's played, he's made he stepped in and done yeah, something you pretty know, big. And, and we've talked about it before that uh, Jack West Jones is their best defender no as linebackers go in uh, – uh, but against a team, against his air raid. And by the way, it was all about tackling. Yep. Just as last year, they were Untackled. terrible at Starkville. This year, they were precise. We're going to step out. When we come back, Jeff Pecora will join us. We'll talk more football. We'll talk about the bye week, and we'll talk about injuries. Billy's got some questions. And Tennessee, we'll talk about them as well. Here on the statewide edition of the BBI.
For the health and safety of everyone, people are staying in their homes now more than ever before. It's also important that the air inside our home is as clean and pure as possible. The professionals at Atmosphere Air Quality are here for you. Whether it's duct cleaning to combat allergies, AC coil cleaning, even carpet cleaning and deodorizing, residential or commercial, call them today to set up a free video inspection of your air ducts. 388-4424. 388-4424. Atmosphere Air Quality the experts. The Livesey Group is a family-owned CPA firm conveniently located on Pasadena Drive near Nicholasville Road in Lexington. They can help with tax preparation for individuals, businesses, trusts, and estates, small business accounting support, including full-service payroll and outsourced bookkeeping services. All the Livesey Group services include free initial consultation and quotes. Bob and Bobby Livesey are native Lexingtonians. They are big blue fans and ready to serve you. The Livesey Group, your one-stop shop for accounting needs. Call 296 19 13 or visit livesecgroup.com. Shamrock Bar and Grill on Pageant Drive has always been your home for good food, great times, cold beer, and the biggest games on TV. But did you know you can bring that world-famous Shamrock atmosphere to your home? Shamrock's is now delivering food, growlers, and six-packs to your door. Find our full menu at shamrocksky.com or call our Pageant Drive location at 269-7621. Call them up tonight for delivery. You can also have Shamrock's food delivered by Uber. Hey guys, game's on! Whether you're cheering on the Wildcats from the stands or from your den... Go Cats! Dude, you spilled the nachos. Kentucky Utilities is there with you, delivering safe and reliable energy you can count on. But power isn't the only thing we provide. With KU, you can take advantage of convenient, time-saving services like our online outage map, paperless billing, and auto pay. So while the Cats' energies go to serving up wins... At KU, our energies go to serving you. A lot has changed in our 35 years at the boot store, but what hasn't changed is our commitment to having a huge selection of quality name brand boots, western wear, and accessories. And as always, we strive to give you the best fit possible at a fair competitive price. Whether you need boots for a day on the job or a night on the town, do your feet a favor and come and see us at the boot store. We're just a few minutes south of Fayette Mall on Nicholasville Road. Get your boots at the boot store. <laughs> Have you been dreaming of upgrading your home environment? Maybe a larger TV? A sound system so real you feel you're at the game? Music that plays throughout every room in your house, including the patio? Lighting you control with the touch of a button? This is Barney Miller, and our team of technology experts customizes technology solutions for Kentucky homeowners. Stop by our showroom downtown or visit BarneyMillers.com for more inspiration. At Barney Miller's, if you can dream it, we can design it. Border to border, it is the Big Blue Insider, Dick Gabriel, Billy Rutledge, Aaron Gershon. We're joined now on the Celebrity Hotline. You don't get much bigger than this kind of celebrity. Jeff Pecoro, former UK wide receiver, <laughs> now color analyst on the UK radio network. Champion, let me ask you this. It's a bye week leading in to Tennessee. That gives you an extra week to hate on the Vols, doesn't it? (laughs) You hate them. I can hate on the Vols. I'll take it. If it's an extra day, if it's an extra week, more power to you. Jeff grew up in Lexington, grew up a U.K. fan, played for the Wildcats back. He's old like me, uh, before the Louisville rivalry. So it's always been about Tennessee, and his team's – I think two out of the four years you played beat Tennessee, right? 
That's correct. So it, it can't be. It can, yeah, that's right. It can't be sitting <laughs> well with you that Tennessee is getting so much love right now after beating Alabama. Some say should be ranked number one, but you are a football aficionado. You got to admit they got a pretty good ball club. Yeah, this is almost. It, it almost reminds you about what was it about. 15 years ago, the old St. Louis Rams at the, you yeah. know, the greatest show on I turf. Mean, they, yeah. They just go up and down the field. They put so much stress on the back seven and they are, um, you, you've got to figure out a way, especially for Kentucky to keep Hendon in the pocket because when hooker Hendon hooker gets outside, he is just devastating. Yeah. Isn't he? I mean, that guy, whoo. Didn't do it for Virginia tech. Out. Did he? Yeah, I was going to say, we yeah. saw him a few years ago. Well, yeah, oh, I know. Eating his Wheaties. Yeah. Well, let, <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. talk first because we're going to be talking about Tennessee for a while, including next week's show. But uh, I'll ask you the same question I asked Billy and Aaron. Be honest mm-hmm. now. Going into this game this past Saturday, knowing Levis would play, but hearing you and Tom on the pregame, and you especially, and you, you set it up with us explaining why the uh, Mississippi State defense was so challenging <laughs> – and we all know about the air raid. What kind of chance did you actually give the Wildcats minus Jacquez Jones, minus Tavion Robinson? And I know it was kind of a puzzlement because, you know, they were coming off a horrible game. But what did you expect going in versus what you saw? I expected, and I, I think we talked about this in pregame, is that I thought that Kentucky would employ that New York Giants type of thing when they yeah. played. Remember I said about the Buffalo Bills where you just try to keep the ball away from them. Because what happens to a team like them and to Tennessee, when that offense sits on the sideline for three, four, five minutes at a time, it gets anxious. And that's the best thing that can happen because then they try to press and they try to get the ball downfield. So instead of taking the seven or eight or nine yard game, they try to go for it all and throw into double coverage or, or guys try to do too much because, you know, they want to get to 40. They want to get to 50. You know, they that's that's their mentality. We want to. We want a, a you know arena league score, and so I thought if Kentucky could just move the chains, they'd have a chance. And I I thought that it was going to come down to the fourth quarter. I, I I didn't think Kentucky could play a game where it was going to be forty five forty two. I didn't think that they could play in that type of game because of the injuries that they have on both yeah. sides of the ball. And uh, so that they did, they were able to move the chains. They I mean they they almost had to about forty minutes. They yeah. doubled the time of possession. That's amazing. Jeff, as a former player, and really, and, and I just want to add, let me add one more thing. It really wasn't that close. No, if no. he doesn't throw that interception, yeah, you know, blowout. It's it's not even close. Jeff, if I have turf toe, Sorry. is the other team's coaches telling their players to step on my toe? No, it doesn't have anything to do with that. It's it's on the bottom foot, and what it is, it's the pad on the bottom of your foot, just like the pad across your the the, the inside of your palm, right where your fingers touch, where there's a little bit of callus and stuff. Well, it's the same thing on your foot. And what happened is you jam that into the astroturf and it gets a deep bone bruise. Mm. So every time you step down on the ground, it's just a shooting pain that goes up your leg. That's what turf toe is. But generally Um, with injuries, if I have a bad ankle or a bum arm, are the other coaches telling the players to go after the injuries? Uh, The the coaches will will say, hey, remember, you know, he's got a bad left leg, but they don't. (laughs) I mean, they can't be New Orleans Saints and tell you, we'll give you 50 bucks, even knock him out. We'll give you, you know, they can't do that. Part of the game plan, though. But 
But you know, oh, yeah, you know, you know. Guy's got a bad shoulder, hit him high. Guy's got a bad knee, hit him low, you know. And oftentimes there's bandaging or bracing that's almost like a target, isn't it? Oh, sure. Sure it is. <laughs> you know, you know, if a guy's got sore ribs, you want to pound him in the ribs. If you're a boxer, you know, oh, yeah. it's the same thing in football. Yeah. So it sure. makes sense when Stoops and Cal are very secret with their injury reports instead of being transparent. Yes, in, until there comes a day when they have to, um, you know, the NFL has to say it's a lower leg injury or it's a shoulder or whatever. But until that comes to college football, then, yeah, that's why they want to be so secretive. And that's why Stoops was so upset a week ago at this time because he didn't want South Carolina to know that Levis wasn't going to play or that there was an injury to him. And for that to get out by the guy at you know, in the mornings, that that just that just can't happen, and um, you know, and I, and I blame that on him. But I mean, because you're giving the other team the knowledge that now they've got you know Levis to play, they would have been totally stunned had the game started and Kyra Sharon ran out there at quarterback in South Carolina. They wouldn't have known, known what to do. Just by, like the Tennessee game with Matt Rourke, right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if you know that Matt Rourke's going to play the quarterback, or or Lynn Bowden was going to play quarterback, then you you employ a totally different defense. You're going to put six guys on a line of scrimmage and two linebackers behind them. <laughs> Jeff, I think it's only fair. The offensive line has been, you know, we've talked mostly negatively about their play, but right. it seemed like they had their obviously the numbers prove it. But they were moving guys and had their best game of the season. I just thought if if you listen to uh, Will Levis's interview with Cole Kubelik after the game and what he said, I, I just, that's why these guys love him so much. He said, I got to give it to the offensive line and especially DeAndre Buford. He said in the last mm-hmm. two weeks, he's worked his tails off. He's watched film. He studied and he played pretty good. I mean, he was, he got beat one time that blew up a play, but other than that, I thought he, he held his water nicely. I thought he played a really nice game out there at a tough spot at right tackle. So, yeah, what, the what offensive did, line did very good. What did you think, speaking of the O-line, you were there when we were talking to uh, Kenneth Horsey after the game. Yeah. And how he talked about how the O-line took it to heart, about how they knew they had to, to clean up their act. But the thing that impressed me the most, Jeff, was when Horsey said it wasn't just about being ready Saturday. He said we were ready to work on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Do you think there's going to be much carryover now that they realize what it takes? And I know the veterans already should have known that. But maybe that's the one good thing that comes out of that stinker against South Carolina. Can they replicate the effort it took to beat Mississippi State? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I think so. Excuse me, because the young guys just saw what happens when you, you, you don't sulk after a loss and you say, you know what? Monday's an easy day, but Tuesday, it's a, you, you don't practice hard. That's a throwaway day. Two days, Tuesday's the biggest day. Monday, you're putting in the game plan on both offense and defense, Sunday and Monday. Tuesday and Wednesday are the two days that you have to work. That's when you're usually in full pads, and you're usually doing a lot more on Tuesday and Wednesday. And if, and if one of those days isn't a good practice, and you're not going to have a good game because you play the way you practice. You cannot just flip a switch. And I think this past week they said we're not going to let – you know, one loss become two, two losses become three. We're going to go out there and bust our butt and prove to these people that we can block people, that we can tackle people, 
And look, they're not going to have Jones back the rest of this year. I mean, it's not going to happen. So you've got to, the next guy up, and, and they've got to get Jackson ready. I thought he played a nice game at linebacker. Uh, DeAndre Square all over the field. Those are the leaders, the squares, the Levises. Those are the guys that these guys are listening to on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So, yeah, I think they can replicate it, especially the youngsters. They're learning. They're learning how hard it is to play. And I'll tell you what, this is great to get this week off because oh. those guys are starting to hit a wall. You know, yeah, I mean, the yeah. young kids are starting to hit a wall because they played a lot of football since the 1st of August. And so this week is, is fantastic for them. And you look at a lot of guys, and maybe it doesn't show on the injury report, but you got guys that are, you know, iced and, 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 and getting STEM, you know, bringing the STEM machines back to their rooms and everything, and, and you're hurting. And to get this week off is, is just it's gold at this time of the year. It's just you just love it. Jeff, what did you make of Stoops' decision at the end of the second quarter? It's third and four at state 18-yard line. You have nine yep. seconds left. What am I missing? Just throw the ball in the end zone. I think he said what he told us, and, and I kind of agree with this, is he said, I didn't want to get a, to come into the half without scoring points after we played so hard. And no one expected the game to be three to three or, or three to nothing at that point. Most people thought it would be, you know, 2017, whatever. And he said to play that whole half as well as we did and to go into the locker room, had they, let's say they played another play and got a, a sack fumble or an interception. He said, you know, we had to get points on the board. And, you know, and, and knowing that you moved the ball so well and you got the ball coming out to start the second half. And if you, if you look at it that way, you kind of understand. I thought they had time to play one more play and throw it into the end zone to take a chance. But, you know, he thought otherwise, and, you know, it, it ended up working because, you know, they scored, and they scored on the first drive of the second half, too. Well, he also reiterated tonight what he said after the game, is he said, in a situation like that where you've got to get points, mm-hmm. you got you got two two patterns. you got a fade and a post-fade. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, as you know, throwing it there where only your guy can get it and nobody else can. And he said, so those, you know, those would have been difficult to complete anyway. Uh, and then, of course, you had the penalty, and you could have yep. run. Uh, I, I don't know that you had time to run another play, but he said 100% of the time, he said, I am not taking points off the board. And I think right. you agree with that, don't you? Yeah, because we've seen too many times <clears throat> when, you know, that's backfired. And not just to, <clears throat> excuse me, to Kentucky, but to a lot of teams. Yeah. That, that's one of the rules of thumb from old football is you never take points off the board. No matter what the analytics say, right? <laughs> Correct. 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 Jeff, I don't know about you, but watching that game, I got flashbacks to with the way Chris Rodriguez played to the way Benny Snell played against Mississippi yes, State yes. just four years ago. The touchdowns were more for Snell, but the yards were more for C-Rod. Did you get that vibe at all? Oh, yeah. I, I, I even said to him, I said, he's a, a little bit bigger version of Benny Snell. You know, he's, what, 10 pounds, 5, 10 pounds bigger than Benny, uh, but runs just as hard. The one thing that, that, that I like about Rodriguez is, the way he leans and when he comes at a tackler, the only thing that they're getting a piece of is shoulder pads and helmet. And that's why, you know, that's why he's so hard to bring down by the first guy. Cause the first guy is, you know, he's, he's, he's ramming into them and there's, it's a glancing blow by the defender. It's the second and third guys are usually the ones that bring him down. He is very rarely squared up and, and you know, and, and stopped in a hole and taken down. And yes, he runs a lot like Benny and, like I said, a little bit bigger than Benny. You know what was cool about that game Aaron just brought up? 
because that was the Josh Allen big year for him. Then Kentucky had just Mm -hmm. a tremendous defense. But Mississippi State ended up leading the league in defense that year and gave up only eight rushing touchdowns. Benny had four. They had three first-round picks yeah. in the next draft yeah. on that defense and yeah. Sweat, Abrams, and And uh, Kentucky Simmons. just crushed them, and the crushed O-line them. was tremendous. We'll take a break, come well, back, and talk. Think, yep. oh, okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Where I was, was going to say we'll take a break, come back, talk more football with Jeff, <laughs> so hold that thought. Back in a minute on the BBI Network. Here are five big reasons to buy a Toyota Camry. It's built in the USA. Camry's got style and innovation. It's America's best-selling car. Camry all-wheel drive is one of 15 different all-wheel drive Toyotas. And the number one reason, the great fuel savings. At an EPA-estimated 52 MPG, Camry Hybrid could save you thousands in fuel costs over the next five years versus the average new vehicle. Get details of all offers and fuel savings at buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Tempur-Pedic, Sealy, Purple, and Ashley mattresses. Not sale priced, clearance priced. P-Rats is cleaning out, clearing out, and closing out to make way for new merchandise. Now get up to 30% and extra savings on floor sample and closeout mattresses from the top brands. Get a free power base upgrade on all Sealy mattress sets, $5.99 and up. Queen mattresses start at only $1.99. Plus up to six years special financing. Nobody beats and Dewey Sausage Conies are back at Skyline Chili. They may look like regular Conies, but savory spices in the sausage give them a bold Cajun accent. Come into your neighborhood Skyline today and kick it up a notch with Andouille Sausage Conies, made locally by Queen City Sausage. But you better hurry. Andouille Sausage Conies are only at participating Skyline locations for a limited time. Feeling good. It's Skyline time. At Athenian Grill, our delicious, authentic Greek food is inspired by real family recipes. Our generous portions of perfectly prepared lamb, chicken, and veggies are way too good to keep to yourself. Authentic Greek cuisine. Come check us out at our new South Ashland Avenue and East Main Street locations. Need catering? Give us a call or visit AthenianGrill.com. From our family to yours, let us share our authentic Greek home recipes with you. Hey, Bob, thanks for inviting me to your ultimate tailgate. I thought we were going to watch the game. No, I said come check out the ultimate tailgate on my Chevy Silverado. It's the available multiflex tailgate. Bob, this isn't a tailgate. Sure it is. It flexes into six different configurations to help you work harder. So you didn't invite me to an ultimate pregame tailgate then? Would you have come if I said otherwise? Probably not. The Chevy Silverado with available multiflex tailgate. The strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. Find new roads at your local Chevy dealer. To become a championship team, it takes dedication and teamwork. The team at Lexington Diagnostic Center and Open MRI is dedicated to working together to be a champion for patient care. By providing the best imaging technology, competitive pricing, evening and Saturday hours, and convenient parking, the LDC team delivers quality patient care. Learn more by visiting LexingtonDiagnostic.com or call 859-278-7226. LDC provides quality, compassionate medical imaging services at a fair price. Dick Gabriel, Billy Rutledge, Aaron Gershon. A few minutes left with Jeff Picoro of the UK Sports Network. He'll be sitting right next to Tom Leach at Nayland Stadium when the Wildcats take on Tennessee a week from Saturday. But we're still chopping up the Kentucky-Mississippi State game 
and the job the Wildcats did against the Bulldogs, who had just destroyed Kentucky down in Starkville last year, but then, of course, laid a huge egg in Lexington two years prior. But, uh, Jeff, it was a game that really needed a good turnout by the fans. Were you surprised that the Kentucky fan base came back after just leaving with such a sour taste after that South Carolina game? No, I think that the cost of tickets now, that if you buy them, you're darn well better go. (laughs) (laughs) You can always give them to somebody else. At least for a little while. Um, No, I thought the fans, you you know what, they're turning into – uh, fans that really enjoy going to the games instead of just the tailgate. I always thought in the past Kentucky was a fun place to go because of the tailgating and yeah. stuff, but now the football has been ratcheted up, and I think people are enjoying watching them play. But before before we go any further or we go on to the next game, I just want to say I, we kind of glossed over, but I'm just the, – the, the game the entire defense played was just out of this world. I did not see that coming. Uh, by this defense, and, and as you said earlier, especially without Jacquez in there, but man, they just played a great game. Well, without Jacquez, DeAndre Square had to step up even more, and he yeah. sealed the game with an interception. It looked this, like yep. the same interception that he had in the Citrus Bowl. What is it that makes him such a great player? You know, it, it's it, Stoops told us this after the bowl game. I don't know if I should say this or not, but I'm going to. But he was like, even with him out there on one leg, we knew he was good in the citrus ball. I'm talking about, we knew he was going to be in the right place. And 90% of the time, Billy, if you're in the right place, the quarterback is not going to go there. Even if there's something wrong with you, um, you know, even if you're hurt or something, instead of a guy that sees motion one way and he takes off and that's exactly what they want. He didn't do that. And he's just so cerebral out in the field. He's got a great football mind. You hear all the time guys say he's a, you know, he's a coach on the field and all that kind of, talk that they give but he really does study film a lot and he's always in the right place and i think that's why um that's why he's so good he just knows football well and it's great it's funny you mentioned studying film because i asked cash daniel and you know how passionate and how effective he was as a linebacker and i said what makes for a good sec linebacker and the first thing jeff out of his mouth was he said you got to dedicate yourself and devote time to studying film. And I know it's not film anymore, but they call it film. But just being in that video room, and you and I have spent a lot of time in there shooting interviews, But and, and each, each kid's got an iPad. Can you imagine, Jeff, when you were playing, if you could sit in your room and study defensive backs as a wideout or, or as a linebacker, study sets and things like that. And that's what he does, clearly. Yep. Yep. And that's what the defense it, it, did. Yeah, it, it's it's such a great tool uh, to have at your disposal. Coaches used to send home with, uh, you know, the quarterback and the linebacker, head of the, you know, the middle linebacker of, of uh, what was a 16 millimeter yeah. and a reel. And, you, <laughs> and we'd get six or eight guys in the room, you know, Joker would be in there and Rick Massey and all of us, we'd be watching film on, on Bill Ransdell or Randy Jenkins wall, you know, um, that that's what you used to do. <laughs> um, now. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. And, and uh, you know what? And I'm not knocking cash at all. But he he was a great, sensational high school player. He was about a half a step slow, you know, to play and to make it to the NFL. But because he studied film right. as much as he did, he knew tendencies. And he saw at the snap what that play was 
So he made up that half step that he didn't have by, you know, the smarts that he had. That's right. You know, and, and that's what you have to have. Look, you know, you say undersized, slow, whatever, you know, not heavy enough or too big. But if you can study film, and like I just said about DeAndre, if you're in the right place, good things are going to come to you. Jeff, when uh, Will Levis came running back out of the tunnel, which I didn't think he would, uh, as the Mississippi State's kicking the extra point and the crowd goes crazy, I kind of got the feeling this is like a game Kentucky's meant to win. And the way Levis, yeah. some of the throws he made after the injury and all that, what, what do you just make of his toughness? Uh, he's tough. You know what? That hurt. That that play hurt. But the one that, that solidified me being this guy's one tough SOB was – the hit he took at Florida uh, mm-hmm. right under the chin and, and drove him into the turf. And he got up and shook his head a couple times. You know, he lost, he had to come off the field for one play. And, uh, you know, he went up the side field, got a little smelling salt and sprinted back on the field. I mean, that there's no doubt about how tough he is. And people don't realize how almost every play a quarterback gets hit. Almost every single passing play, they're getting hit somewhere. Push, knock run into or hit and if someone says that guy's a wimp uh they they've never played football before <laughs> those guys have got to be tough to play that position i'm telling you. and you know there was a perfect storm on that that hit by levis because he got hit by a human being then he got hit by mother earth and, yeah. and she hits harder than anybody <laughs> you know and and that's what sent him to the locker room but i said earlier jeff uh when he sprinted to the locker room I felt like that was a message to his yep. teammates. You know, yeah, sure. I'm good. We all know why I'm going beyond the x-rays, and I'll be back in a minute if I can. And as Stoops told us afterwards, I don't know if it was on or off the air, he said, you know, as soon as he knew it wasn't broken, he knew Levis would be back. Yeah, that's what he said at the right. press conference, too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, But it, it just enables guys to rally around him. And I heard you compare him to, to Ramsey – and and Bill Ransdale, and I hope somehow that gets back to him because there's no higher praise indeed, is there? No, those those two guys. I mean, you, you know, and two totally different quarterbacks. Yeah. But Ramsey was a was a tight end. You know, he was a monster back there playing quarterback. Yeah. You know, uh, and and Bill was was a pocket guy. He could run a little bit, but he was more of a pocket, uh, you know, quarterback. And uh, both of those guys took wicked shots and and always sit up. I mean, Bill's bleeding all over himself, couldn't even <laughs> mumble the, the plays out. And you're like, damn, this guy's tougher. You know what? And, uh, yeah, it was fun to play behind him. And uh, it, it's a pleasure to be on a team with a guy like that because you know he'd run through that uh, he'd run through that wall, yeah. and it makes you play that much harder knowing that, you know, you're behind a guy like that instead of a guy that's going to, you know, run out of bounds and, you know, throw yeah. the ball away and, and duck out of the way and stuff like that. Well, Ramsey was usually the guy who delivered the punishment <laughs> instead oh, yeah. of taking it. But oh, yeah. All right, well, this time next week, Jeff Rowe, we'll talk more about those hated volunteers. But thank you for your time, sir. Have a great night. All right. That's going to do it for now. Thanks so much to my guests, Billy Rutledge, Aaron Gershon. Thanks to all of you for joining us here on the statewide edition of the BBI. That's it. Good night from Lexington. 
You've been listening to Big Blue Insider, presented by the Cat's Paws. Big Blue Insider was brought to you by Kentucky Utilities, UK Healthcare, Prairie Farms, Barney Millers, Mingy Beef Jerky, Boone's Butcher Shop, Northside RV, and by John's Run Walk Shop. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.